Oh, hello. I'm Dave Holmes, and you are listening to International Waters, the transatlantic panel show that pits American and British comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. We are coming to you from Los Angeles in the United States, a place that was pretty fucked up a few weeks ago, like back in July. But now it got fixed, and everything is totally recognizable and fine. It's crazy so how great. fast how yeah. so just great. resolved. See, here's mm-hmm. the thing. Uh, this episode drops in like late. Uh, August or maybe September uh-huh. or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of putting that secret wish out yeah. into the world. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because we're actually coming to you the day after the President of the United States literally surrendered to Vladimir Putin on live television. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of putting that shit out in the world. Go the secrets! Yes, absolutely. Fucking work, please! Audio vision board. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. And to cover yourself, you do have the Russian version right after this one, right? Yes, of course yeah, I yeah, do, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to International Waters. Uh, playing for the country that would love a nice cup of tea and a sit-down. Get in line. It's comedy writer and radio presenter Gareth Gwynn. Hello, Gareth. Hello. How are you? Never better. Never better. Now that we're in America and it's a world that we recognize and understand again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Great. Um, it's just Disneyland. I feel... <laughs> how, how was the general mood over there when he, uh, when he made the scene? Feisty, I would say. <laughs> I like that. I think... Ornery, perhaps? I enjoyed the balloon, though. That was a good feat of artistry. I am pro-balloon. Also playing for the UK, comedy writer and producer Katie Story. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Same question to you. How was it over there? I liked the idea of the balloon. It was a bit disappointing. I felt a bit embarrassed by it on the day because we we all got very excited and thought it was going to be the best thing ever. And then we saw it and went... Okay, well, it's smaller, but let's just try and think well, of the positive. Thought that counts. Thought that counts. It looks a bit like a bitmoji, but that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> that's the way we're speaking with each other these days. So, Team UK, I need you to come up with a buzzing word that you feel best represents your great nation at this moment in time. Right. What have you got, Katie? Well, the main thing in our parliament at the moment is everything's going wrong and our government's gone, can we go off a day early for our summer holiday? Yeah, they are. <laughs> They're like kids trying to bunk off school. Yeah. So I was thinking he could be like, that- bye. Bye. <laughs> Literally what they've done, they've gone, it's a bit wow. of a mess. We'll just see you in September. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Playing for the nation that is actually good on sliders at the moment, but thank you for asking. Uh, from Rocket <laughs> Jump, it's Freddie Wong. Hey, what's up? How's it going? How are you? Good. Doing Th- well. Thank you for being here. Yeah. How do you feel in, uh, in our newly refurbished United States? You know, yeah, it was like a really good just sort of, Everything at once, and everyone's like, oh, cool, great. Now yeah. we can sort of get back to sort of the, the usual things that we yeah. complain about. Oh, like yeah. Like television. Te- yeah, television shows and stuff. Yeah, like, what's up with Star that? Wars movies. Yeah. Can you imagine having the time to complain about a fucking Star Wars movie? I know, it's so great. It's yeah. so great to just sit there and think about yeah. everything going on. with what a luxury. All, yeah, it's so fantastic. What a Lightsabers, love it. Love it. Uh, <laughs> Porgs and stuff. Hey, also playing for the U.S., she is the host of Everything's Coming Up, Simpsons, right here on Max Fun. Julia Prescott. Hey, it's me. You? I'm good. How are you? Great. Great to have you back. Yeah, it's good to be back. I love the show. It's a fun show when you're so around. Aww, What's thanks. new in your life? Um, well, I, we're doing this Simpsons podcast in Max Fun. Cool. And then uh, we actually wrote a book about the Simpsons, mm-hmm. which is coming out on Triumph Books uh, in September. Exciting. Called 100 Things Simpsons Fans Must Know and Do Before They Die. Wow. So uh, we have that coming out. Um, yeah, and then other... 
things. I'm a freelancer right now, so oh. every day is just whoo. New adventure. <laughs> What's Welcome gonna to happen? It. Welcome to it. <laughs> Would so, love a job. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so Team US, what is your buzzing word? Ooh, I I thought about this mm. uh, as we were starting the show, and you know, given that uh, we've had a rough go at it, yes, let's just say. Yeah. Um, it's all good now. Like yeah, right yeah, now, no, we yeah, we fixed it. Right now, our country is kind of like that first weekend of new IKEA furniture, uh-huh. where you're like, my life's going to be whole different now. Yeah, you know, like look I'm. Look at all this storage. Look at all these, yeah, storage, <laughs> and you know, these bright colors and duvet covers, and and like, you know, there's no way that this is going to get dusty and gross. Like mm. that's how we feel, mm. and I feel like that feeling is also when McDonald's brings back the McRib. Uh-huh. So I was thinking, <laughs> let's go to the salad days, the McRib days. Uh-huh. Okay. Let's have our buzz in be McRib. McRib. Does that work for you? Yeah, Freddy? that works for me. Great. McRib versus Bai. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> got, got, got great I want to measure time by the reappearance of the McRib. Great um, memories of the that McRib. Sum it up. <laughs> what, who does Who doesn't have oh, some good personal I'm memories. vegan and I love the McRib. <laughs> I, honestly, I think... A McRib is I know, about I know. 40% vegan, I'm actually, pretty really. sure yeah. it's pressed together old bits mm-hmm. of cardboard. Yeah, what's that Simpsons joke? It's like an old boot, yeah. you know, yeah. a hot dog. Yeah. It genuinely, right. those two words sum up my last day of school, a McRib and bye. That is what I did. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> that was my last day of school. I love it. Well, you'll love this then, Gareth. Today is a special theme episode. We are airing this at the start of September in a world that is totally fine, which means the children in both of our nations will be trudging back to school, except for the homeschool ones, for whom the nightmare never ends. This is officially our back to school episode. (laughs) I helped you out with that. Yeah. (laughs) This is great. There it is. That's enough. Uh, we're going to start the show with a little pop culture warm-up we like to call What's the Story? You get two points for correct answers, one point for answers that are wrong but funny. If you don't know what I mean by wrong but funny, I don't either because the world is too fucked up to be both. <laughs> uh, buzz in with your buzz in words when you know the answer. Question the first. This past spring, students in Minnesota were helped out of a jam by a local firehouse when a late-season blizzard struck and ruined what event? Bye. Yep, Ooh. okay. A fire? Yes. Yeah, the annual fire, yeah. (laughs) Is a fire your answer? Well, I'm just thinking what the fire guys would have come to to ruin. They'd ruin a fire. I guess they would, but no. Uh, Oh, McRib. Yeah. Uh, It's Minnesota, yeah? Yeah. Uh, It's their annual put cats in trees event that they do. Uh, Oh, yeah, right, right, of course. A late season blizzard struck and ruined what event? McRib. Yeah. I'm just guessing here. Um, uh, they were uh, planting flowers. <laughs> you guys are working much <laughs> too no. hard. There's always so many events. Ruining the flowers. UK, do you got another uh, guess? Uh, so a bl- it's a blizzard ruined something. Yes. A snowman beauty pageant. Jesus, you guys are... Oh, wait, hold on. I think <laughs> I think wow, wait, that's you can't cool. just keep guessing McRib, forever, McRib, guys. McRib, McRib. It's, well, a, it's American High School. It's American High School. It's got to be like uh, the homecoming football game. Prom. Prom. What? Strange. You can't ruin prom with a blizzard. Guess what? Yes, you can. Because <laughs> a blizzard hit prom night in Forest Lake, Minnesota on April 19th. Oof. 15 inches of snow. 38 centimeters for our Brits. Uh, prevented students from being able to take their prom photos outside. So the firehouse announced that they'd be opening their doors for three hours 
to allow students and their families a chance to pose for a unique set of prom photos, including fi- climbing on the fire engines and uh, putting on the helmets. That sounds like they that sounds rad. improved I was, prom. They did. I was so hoping that it would be like a unique set of prom photos and it's just shirtless buff firefighters. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like a Herb Ritz This isn't even me, but I'm not complaining, oh. really. <laughs> All right. Those would be ones to remember. Well, for a bonus point, tell us an embarrassing story about your prom night or any other school dance or formal event. Uh, McRib, yep. I don't mm. have an embarrassing story per se, but I almost didn't go to prom because my prom date uh, almost uh, had to dance in the Disneyland electrical parade on the same night. Oh, wow. Which gives you an idea that I was not dating in high school. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so that's wow. also a very Southern California story. It really it is. is. But it ended up working out in the end. Ding. Um, I went to a girls' school, so I would have loved it if a bunch of firefighters had showed up at my prom. Uh, You know what? I went to a boys' school, and me too. Uh, Oh, yeah, I got one. So uh, I was not the world's most debonair individual in high school. I mean, it's hard to believe now. But uh, oftentimes when you went to these school dances, they would also have on the side for people who were wallflowers ping pong. Uh And so I made it my thing. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be good at ping pong because I'm not going to get down. I'm not going to get jiggy with it. Yeah. I don't believe in this Willennium shit. Like, yeah. I'm in. I'm, you know, I got, so we had a, a thing where it was like a multiple school dance. And I was like, I'm going to rule the ping pong table. <laughs> I got creamed. Oh, like, no, I got destroyed so by this little torpy kid. Oh. And then when my mom came and picked me up, I was very, very PO'd. And she's oh. like, what's wrong? I'm like, nothing. Yeah. Oh. And then the answer wasn't like, and like she was explaining, it's like, ooh, maybe some girl, like you were tied to a girl, maybe there's a little bit of romance. Like, no, the answer was I lost it ping pong to a random kid from another school, and that put me off for like oh. the whole week. So, wow. That was my social life. A couple points for you, for <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyone else? Uh, yeah. Little um, consolation. Yeah. Okay. When I was in school and prom happened, it was all about the car you arrived in. That was what oh. everyone got excited <laughs> by. So oh, my, that's good. My, my friend Mark, like, volunteered washing cars at a local car dealership to make sure we got a lovely car. But none of the rest of my friends gave half a shit. Um, mm. So we turned up in a nice car. But loads like of my what f- kind of car? I don't remember. And these days I work on Top Gear, which is a car show. And oh, I, yeah. I, which, if they found out I didn't know this car I went to prom in, I'd feel awful. Um, but would. a bunch of my friends... They the, the day before prom got a call from the car hire place and were like, we've double booked your limo. We haven't got it for you. And they were like, have you got oh, anything no. else? And they went, nothing prom ready. And they went, what have you got? And a bunch of girls in my school turned up in a fire engine. Oh, wow. amazing. Yeah, they did. I like that. And, and you know, I like that. the weird thing was, I remembered this story recently and I texted my friend Jenny going like, have I just made this up that you turned up to prom in a fire engine? She's like, no, I'd forgotten that too. But yeah, no, that definitely <laughs> happened. The moment they double booked it and they went, right, we've got to let down the Hindu in Wales. Yeah. <laughs> or the bunch of teenagers. Yeah. You yeah. bring in the teenagers. Yeah, the teenagers oh. were very happy to turn up. Again, I think it's because they're being brought to prom by a bunch of firemen. Rather than mm-hmm. a lot of sort yeah. of like kids who spent their days eating McRibs. <laughs> yep. I, I have one more actually, McRib. Oh. Um, <laughs> off of your story, Freddie, you reminded me. Uh, mm. I actually spent two summers at asthma camp. Mm. Um, <laughs> yes, let it let it process. Is that like two Let it let it digest. It's when asthma. I was a very bad asthmatic as a child, and it's when asthmatics are so bad that their doctor recommends going to a summer camp uh, where you learn more about your disease and how to deal with it. 
There's a um, bunch of kids there. Bunch of kids there oh in high altitude, um, which uh, is a little interesting choice. Yeah, interesting choice. Um, didn't quite work out, but we had a dance at asthma camp, of course. And um, two things that I remember from it in the main mess hall that they decked out for the dance. Um, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with the um, nebulizer machines to help you breathe yeah. as an asthmatic. They were lining the perimeter of the dance floor oh <laughs> as if they were our chaperones. Wow! Strike one. Strike. Like two, <laughs> if dancing was too strenuous for you as an asthmatic, then there would be a side room, similar to what the ping pong yeah, thing, yeah. a side room of um, like laser tag that you could play. But it was like shitty Walmart laser tag that they bought and they just stacked Wait. chairs on top of each other and put a dusty sheet over it. Laser tag is so much more intense of an activity if you're playing it right. <laughs> it really is. Yes. If you're playing it right. Than just like <laughs> slow dancing to Aerosmith's. You know, don't want to miss a thing. Don't want to miss a yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely the era. Kill you? <laughs> no, I think. <laughs> I, yeah, I think that they were doing <laughs> a various only the strong survive. <laughs> like at the end wow. of this asthma camp, like those of you who remain, I will be able to fi- take on exactly. The world. I was the final girl in that horror movie oh, situation. <laughs> UK, can you top it? Well, no, I, I'm just fascinated by asthma camp now. I want yeah. to know everything. <laughs> but like, in one day I'll write what, that movie. What seemed to happen in proms in my school is that like kids from other schools would try and get into your school prom mm. by like being oh. so you'd be like oh there's someone from Glenavon here or something like that <laughs> and that would be weirdly exciting did that happen yeah. in asthma camp was it like there's a kid with eczema here <laughs> there's some young diabetics here yeah. yeah the camp across the lake is the diabetics I mean that's going in the movie that I eventually write absolutely thank you so much of you'll course. get screen credit wow uh, Katie you were never embarrassed we had one at Leavers Ball which I guess was our prom but maybe because it was a girl's school oh yeah but oh, i was yeah. talking to my boyfriend about this and he said he reminded we so we met at a dance in um at edinburgh festival which is basically prom for comedians <laughs> it's high school for comedians <laughs> in a month and i guess the parties there are a bit like prom gareth is looking at me like he doesn't I'm just think it's the fact it lasts a month it's a month it's, and imagine uh, grueling that would be <laughs> and uh <laughs> we um we met at a party and we were dancing and the dj dropped in the downton abbey theme tune Oh, my God. Oh, and I looked the most excited I'd looked all night, and it didn't put him yeah. off, weirdly. That's great. I like yeah. that. I'm yeah, not sure. embarrassed you by that. Sure. <laughs> Points all around, but five is really Thank you so much. Let's move on. <laughs> all right. It. Question number two. Uh, I need you to listen very carefully to this list of items. A mug with To the One I Love written on it. A dead cat's collar with a framed photo of the dead cat. A snow globe with a photo of a child's face in it. A perfume called caviar. A chrysalis that never hatched. What school-related list did these items all end up on? By... Yep. Is it the contents of the locker of the coolest kid in school? <laughs> I mean, maybe. Some kid named Dallas. Yeah. Ooh, tousled back uh, hair. <laughs> any, any other guesses? Bet you skateboards, too. Hmm. Oh, yeah, totally. But, like, not a lot to the point where you're like, hey, maybe this is your thing, but, like, enough. Yeah, yeah, it's... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's, like, he has been to the... Skate park. Like he can all hang out like sure. really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bye. Uh, Mick, oh, bye. Go for Yeah, go UK. For it. Uh, is it? Did a teacher get sacked and this is what was in the box that he left with? <laughs> no. When he had to take well, his possessions? No, but you're warmer. Hmm. Yes. 
I was going to say McRib. I was going to say <laughs> um, that it feels like the one teacher character on Riverdale you don't see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think Kurt Vonnegut's really going to get through these kids. That's the character I would play on Riverdale. Oh, I can't wait for that. <laughs> I'm like, why are all my other fellow teachers also involved in the murder stuff? Yeah. And sleeping with the... Yeah. No. yeah. Uh, they're all on the list of strangest gifts UK teachers have received from pupils. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I should go in the UK. The cultural thing, yeah. As in yeah. the US. Uh, one of the more favorite gifts to give to teachers is an apple. Um, in America today, uh, top of teachers' wish list is uh, gun control. Uh, <laughs> for a bonus point, tell us about the weirdest gift you have ever given or received. Mm. What? I mean, yeah. my mum was a primary school teacher. So once a year, at the end of the year, we would get some absolute zingers. She'd bring them home. But my favourite one, oh, it was so strange. So my mum taught seven-year-olds. And uh, the mum of this seven-year-old sort of brought this gift to my mum. was like, now I need you to know he picked this himself. We said, <laughs> we said he should get a present for Mrs. Gwynn. And my mum opened the box. And it's a garden gnome suggestively pointing his bum towards the person <laughs> watching. Wow. Like, with his, with his head sort of tilted, coyishly smiling with his finger on his lip. I wish you could wow. see that right now. Uh, yeah, it's a real treat. Yeah, I'm sort of, I'm like, I can't tell the story without slightly acting it out. It's very sexy. Um, but yeah. Wow. Like, yeah. We still got it. It's in the garden. Yeah, it's a real surprise when you're walking around and go, oh, is that? Wow. Um, yeah. Oh, look. Look at him. It's a gnome butt. Yeah, we need, we need to get him a gnome friend. Wow. Uh, so when I was growing up, this was a thing that my friends did. And I went to sort of very small uh, private school in high school. Um, and so I thought that this is a normal thing. This is not a normal thing. And every time I tell the story, everyone's like, that's weird, dude. Uh, for, for For birthdays, we would kidnap each other. Oh. Okay. Like it would be, like you would break into someone's house or hide in their garage, abduct them, and then throw them in the middle of the woods somewhere, like blindfold, and then leave them there, and they have to figure out sort of their way. Wow! Um, it got kind of hardcore. Like we were throwing people off bridges into water, like while still bound, like stuff like that, and you know. Freddie, this is attempted murder. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, fun yeah. at the time. Uh, weird now when you think about it. Um, so we, uh, so for so one one year we were you know kidnapping my friend, uh, and we had gotten access to his garage. So three of us lay in wait in masks in the garage, uh-huh. like uh, for a couple hours while his you know for him to like get into the garage. When he did, we grabbed him, we threw him in the back of the car, uh, and then we got into a fairly major car accident with him, like. <laughs> Bound in the oh, back. No. And, uh, oh my god! It all worked out in the end, but uh, we did total the car I was driving. Oh my god! <laughs> was he hurt? Uh, no, actually, he was uh, mildly inebriated and had a good time all around. And he again, yeah, he was like, and, and in his review of it, he was like, "Pretty good, pretty good birthday, pretty good kidnapping." So that you would also review your experience at the end of it? <laughs> oh yeah, be a lot of high fives and recollections all around. Interesting. But that was the thing. If it was your birthday, it's like, look out, you're gonna get nabbed. Wow. Anyway, turns out that's weird. So, yeah, that's pretty weird. Yeah. Any, anybody else? Anybody else want to cleanse my palate right now? Um, I just have one that's slightly embarrassing, um, but good old fashioned wholesome high school embarrassing. So when I was in like eighth grade, ninth grade, I got really into writing poetry, as you do, just Big. super into it, filling notebooks left and right. And remember, 
having a crush on this guy who was a couple years older. So mm-hmm. I was like, let's really impress him. Mm-hmm. I remember going up to him in the quad one day, ninth grade, handing him my full book of poetry oh and oh. going, here, you need this. Oh, my oh. God. And I, wa- and I think actually oh. he goes, thanks. And he was right. I walked away. Never talk to him again, because <laughs> oh there was never an opportunity to after that. Oh um, wow. And I do remember being like, "Man, I wish I had that book of poetry back." <laughs> Holy cow! Oh but so I was bad. like I peak it. moody teen, like, oh. if you want to understand me, like read this haiku. <laughs> but maybe he loved it. You don't know that if you didn't see. Maybe it again. he did. I bet he did. Maybe I don't know. I bet he did. <laughs> Katie, how about you? I have an aunt. I'm not going to say who, and she doesn't listen to podcasts, so it's fine. But um, over the years, oh, my God, uh, she's so well-meaning. But uh, highlights are one time she got me like a like a onesie, like an adult. No, sorry, it was like a leotard, not a onesie. It was like a baby, like a baby grow, but for an adult in like a size 16 when I was about a size wow. 10. And it had the label on it, and it said 50p. <laughs> Oh boy! Um, wow. And then also, like as recently as last year, like a a bottle of lotion, which is like stretch mark lotion for new mums. What? Wow! I have not had a baby. <laughs> wow! 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 wow. Um, what so, life she, is she thinking she, you're leading? Oh, I don't, I don't want to know. Just a weird. She, she means so well though, and she's so lovely. But right. Um, oh, luckily, God. I'm old enough now that I don't get gifts. Folks, uh, five points go to Katie. Thank you. <laughs> you won yeah. this round. Yeah, but I have My no stretch friend. marks now, so who's laughing? Yeah. <laughs> Good. Who's laughing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My uh, Freddie's story, though, reminds me of uh, my best friend from high school uh, when he went off to college. Like, his every dorm at his college did a thing, uh, which they called a slave auction, which is awful, but they, yeah. uh, where they, like, you know, people would put themselves up for bid and then mm. like other people in the hall or in other halls or whatever could like buy them for the day and make them you know do something crazy right, or right. clean the, their room or something whatever cool so, cool 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 <laughs> uh, it was probably to raise money for a charity I hope it's like Groundhog's um, Day they do that in there oh do they yeah okay the, the people who bought my friend uh, they waited like a week and then they abducted him from his room mm. on like the appointed day mm. uh, this was in Houston they took him to downtown Houston at like 8.30 on like a Tuesday morning. Uh, they drove him to like the prominent skyscraper in town, mm-hmm. right? Where all like the banks and businesses and stuff are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his job was to, with a witness, get onto the elevator, wait for it to get super crowded, yell out, Soul Train! <laughs> <laughs> and not laugh and not explain himself. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm into that. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Anyway. Oh, that's great. So at the end of round one, the scores are as follows. Oh, it's a tight one. The UK's got seven. The US has six. Mm. Oh, we got yep. this. We yeah, got we got this, this guys. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for a round we're calling hashtag new excuses 2018. Here at Max Fun, we believe in the fine tradition of not doing shit and the beautiful <laughs> art of excuses. Uh, we think there's a true poetry in telling your teacher the dog ate my homework or letting the imagination soar with a truly preposterous lie. But it's 2018 we got to step it up. So I want you to give me your best and most contemporary excuses for getting out of schoolwork. Maybe Russia hacked my math test, or Elon Musk blasted my textbook into space. Or I can't do my homework, as I will not risk my engagement with the education system being mistaken for a tacit endorsement for Betsy DeVos. Your best and 2018-iest excuses right now. 
I got a very 2018 one. And mm-hmm. I know and I know this one works because we uh we just got off of a shoot and we had some uh, kid actors there and this is the kind of thing that is on the minds of that Gen Z millennial youth. Oh no. Oh boy. My Fortnite account just got hacked and I lost all my V-Bucks, so I spent all night with Epic customer support trying to get it back. <laughs> wow. I don't know anything. Yeah, that trust that. me when I say. I recognize those are words, <laughs> but I <laughs> don't understand them altogether. <laughs> UK, hit me with some excuses. Uh, you can have my homework, but it's only available on the Gareth Gwynn Premium account, and that's nine ninety nine. Because no one's like going to bother upgrading. <laughs> yes. Three points to you. Um... If I do it, Elon Musk will get jealous and call me a pedo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Point, point. Uh, Anyone else? Oh, religious reasons. I can't work on Amazon Prime Day. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. That's the spirit. My brother hogged the computer all night for mining cryptocurrency. <laughs> yeah. yeah that works, too. It works. That works, too. I'm rich now, so I don't have to do homework. But on yep. the other hand, I didn't do it. Yeah, I'm 11 and a billionaire. I thought that um, UK that the premium upgrade thing was going to be like um, I could give you my homework, but it's part of my Patreon, and if yeah. you contribute five dollars a month, then you're going to get that yeah. premium content. You've, got, premium you've content. got to be a great pupil to be able to set up a premium <laughs> account for your teachers to get your homework. I mean, I don't fully know how Patreon works. Maybe yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm calling it there. Oh, oh no! Someone got in just under the wire. I was learning to floss. <laughs> Because I've been Pardon trying me? the dance. Sorry, you know the dance? <laughs> oh, the dance. Because I have been trying to do that dance since the moment I found out about that dance, which was about two months right. ago. Deceptively I cannot do that dance. Deceptively I, I watch people do it, and I already know I can't, can't so do I don't even dance. try. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like to the do a swingy arm thing they used to do on Zoom. I, Am I the only person who remembers Zoom? Yeah, uh, probably not. Are you trying to do it to uh, the Downton Abbey theme? Is that yeah, where is you're that going wrong? Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. where you're going wrong. <laughs> be nice and, better be nice and slow. <laughs> I would love that video if it exists. I'll send it to you. Folks, at the end of that round, here are them scores. Uh, the UK's got 13. The US has eight. Oh, the gap widens. Oh, Brilliant. nuts. We'll be right back with our next round after this quick break. International Waters is supported in part by Casper sleep brand that continues to revolutionize its line of products to create an exceptionally comfortable sleep experience one night at a time. I have a Casper mattress. That's right. I'm a user. That's why I sound so well-rested. They offer affordable prices because Casper cuts out the middleman and sells directly to the consumer. They combine multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep surface with the right amounts of both sink and bounce. You can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. That's right. Get the mattress, sleep on it for three months and a day. And if you don't like it, send it back. Get 50 bucks towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash waters and using promo code waters at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. Nighty-night. Listen, we already know that you love genre movies, film craft, and female filmmakers. So, if you love all those things, then by transitive property, you love my podcast, Switchblade Sisters. Hi, I'm film critic April Wolf. Every week, I have a conversation with a different female filmmaker about their favorite genre film. Each episode covers the filmmaking process, working in the film industry, and just like general geeking out about awesome movies. I've had such great guests like the big sick writer Emily Gordon. To me, indie movies as of late have come to be a catch-all term for a movie that kind of 
defies genre? Billy Madison and Half-Baked director Tamara Davis. When a comedian comes and enters onto my set, they're they're just there to be funny, and we're all ready and waiting for them to be funny. Horror industry veteran and actor Barbara Crampton. That's where real drama lies for me. What's what's between you and I speaking right now? Where where are we meeting? And what's the energy that we create between us? And so many others. So check out Switchblade Sisters every Thursday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome back to International Waters. What a great break. Yeah, it was good. I feel refreshed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us playing for the US of A are Julia Prescott and Freddie Wong. For the UK, Katie Story and Gareth Gwynn. This round is called, I Learned Something Today. Uh, While kids in both of our nations go to school, if TV and movies have taught us anything, it is that the actual experience of going to school in the U.S. or the U.K. is actually pretty different. So for this round, we're going to actually ask you to tell us just that. The things that you have been taught about the other country's Mm. school experience based entirely on what you've seen in TV shows and movies and songs from the police and things like that. So Team U.S., I'm going to have you go first. I'm putting two minutes on the clock. You tell me what school life in the UK is like Mm. from just the information you have gotten from that country's popular culture. What are the teachers like? What lessons do they have? What do the schools actually look like? Mm. How do you get in Mm. trouble? What the fuck is an (laughs) O-level? Your time starts now. Um, All of the schools are castles. All castles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're only allowed to. Uh, Actually, they they actually don't go to school anymore after the revolt where all the youth said they didn't want any education. They didn't want any thought control. They canceled school. (laughs) Um, But the the devoted are still wearing uniforms. They're all wearing uniforms that are very stylish. There's a vest component to them. Vests always. Three-piece always. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Oh, sorry. I was going to say it's also a lot like the movie Sing Street. Uh, everybody is um, creating music in their spare time and music and videos. Really, and they're all really and good. And they're all really like, crazy good. Crazy good. It, it, yeah. Immediately. Instantly good. Yeah. yeah instantly like instantly good. every band there is really, really, really good. Oh, they do a thing called uh, a gap year where they just shop at the Gap. <laughs> and, it just gets, and it gets yes. your wardrobe yeah, yeah, yeah. set for it your does. adult it life. It really on point. does. In, yeah, yeah, yeah. in an affordable way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good yeah, palate yeah. cleanser for their adult lives. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If they go to, uh, they don't go to college. They go to university. Yeah. In Transylvania? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And you get, yeah, yep, all over the place. Um, uh, they drive on the uh, left. On the left side they, of the road? They have the to road? teach that because it's but weird and wrong. Yeah. You know, they, it's, they, from the beginning, they have to get that they, in play. But they're also always on bicycles as well. Yeah, they're yeah, yeah, constantly, yeah. But very stylish on bicycles. And so their I assume spin, yeah, it's hard to do spin classes in like the sort of, you know, pleated skirts and okay. what have you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got 10 seconds. What happens when you graduate? Queen knights you. The queen knights everybody. you. Everybody gets to be a knight. the ranks of all the sirs and the ma'ams, I guess, the dames. And you get a Sorry. small land lease and some serfs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah um, you, you don't worry about the housing crisis that Ooh, we do constantly. Okay, cool. Great. <laughs> Time is up. I've learned a lot. How accurate, uh, how accurate were they, Team UK? I love that. That was my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, guys. Like, the foot you started with castles. But that's because my castles genuinely... You put your foot through a wall in my school accidentally every single day. It was this (laughs) horrible 60s building that I think might have been made of paper. Um, So that one definitely, definitely doesn't fit for me. Uh, The the thing about the housing crisis... We can't, like, my job is worrying about the housing crisis. I've done nothing else in five years. That's all we do. But everything in between. Everything else, Spot on. Oh, fantastic. Especially the Sing Street stuff. I knew it. Great. And just for my own edification, the fuck is an O-level? 
uh, an O level is the old version of a GCSE. Did, did you? Okay, I don't know. What that is. Okay, I'm not sure, Gareth. Did you do O levels or? No, I didn't. <laughs> You've got to be about fifty to have had an O level now. I was just checking. I did GCSEs because I'm very young. So I did GCSEs. What are they? <laughs> yeah, is it like Eagle Scouts or something? I don't understand. The merit badge, GCSEs basically. is what you is the exam you go for when you're 16. And then uh-huh. A-levels is the exam that you do when you're 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess my follow-up question is, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a test, so it's, but what does it so here's do? The thing, here's the thing. So, so an, an O-level is a thing your parents got one of at the lowest possible grade and then bought their house the minute they walked out of school. And then a GCSE is something you have to get 12 of at the very, very top mark. Um, and then no one will hire you. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's a difference. Oh, so it's like like a... A career just, aptitude test? It's just like an old person's exam. It's, it's and everything ex- was easier then. <laughs> it's the okay. exam you sit mm. at the end of your time in school. So you have an O level in history and an O level in art and an O level I in see. maths and an O level in physics or whatever. And then they got rid of them. They replaced mm. them with GCSEs. And um, I have GCSEs because I'm I'm not 50. Sorry. Okay. I did not, I thought I was more recent than that. I'm sorry. <laughs> You've got to be really old. I'm okay. saying you're going to be really old. I'm alienating a lot of people just since this. <laughs> All right. Well, I, th- I know like 1% more than I did before. Hey. Uh, so Team UK, it is your turn. I need you to tell me all the stuff that you have learned about American schools from movies and TV shows. Can't wait. You could talk about navigating the, show, the social scene, going to prom, uh, supporting the sports team, which is not how we say it in this country. <laughs> all, all the lights on Friday night. Uh-huh, yeah, all that shit. Your time starts now. Right. It's buzzers at the end of class and all hell breaks loose in class. <laughs> do not get... Everyone just... The, the buzzer goes... The minute, ev- the everyone goes, gets yeah. up and leaves. Even if the teacher is mid-sentence and has the teacher not planned the lesson, there is no... <laughs> like, the teacher's always like, and the next thing, buzz, everyone gets off. In, yeah. in Britain... And they're like, papers due Tuesday! What is that? <laughs> it, 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 is it anarchy in your schools? Yeah. There are others, but that one really pisses me one. off. <laughs> I love all this. Um, you guys have those cool full-size lockers. We only had the little half ones. Yeah. And no one used the lockers. They just used to like slam nerds into. Or hide pornography. Yeah. But I think those are the two things I think they keep in lockers in, in, in America. Yeah. Dweeby kids and pornography. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, if a hot guy asks you out, it's probably for a bet, especially if you're wearing glasses. That's uh, that's one. Just to be really sure about that one before you say yes. Um, Those segmented trays you have for lunch (gasps) where everything is looks like you're on an aeroplane and you have food in little things as though you don't want your beans to touch other food. That all looks pretty weird. And everyone sits on different tables according to groups. Oh, yeah. Not just wherever you sit down first. Yeah, Mm. and it's really hierarchical as to which table you sit. That's a thing. Yeah, and on your first day, someone has to walk you round and give you a tour of all the tables. Yes. <laughs> this is the jocks. And that don't sit That's... over there. That's where the nerds sit. Yeah, as opposed yeah. to just eating a slice of pizza standing up, which I think you had to do in our school. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you love flags. You have flags everywhere. Flags outside, flags in your classroom. I don't think we had any flags no. in our school at all. No, but the, as the, the other thing is, because I'm from Wales, the Welsh flag is very difficult to draw. So I think sometimes we just go, we're opting out because otherwise it just looks like a <laughs> bloody red horse. <laughs> so All right, your time, your time actually is up, but oh. I'm enjoying this. So Have what happens any... when you graduate? What happens at graduation? Uh, it's oh, like a proper full ceremony. Yeah, you really go to town. Like you really you hire go to a town. local Yeah, I got given venue. my GCSE and A-level certificate in a pub. <laughs> like, they literally... <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's yeah, the most literally. British thing I've ever heard. Yeah, no, the, 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 the school hired a room above a pub and we were all we didn't have to wear school uniform because we could all wear normal clothes 
and the A-level one, we were all 18 then, so we could have a drink. I mean, we all had a drink with the 16s, yeah, yeah. just we didn't no, tell the teachers. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, you guys go to town. It's mortarboards. Everyone's clapping. Yeah. Normally, there's yeah. someone who's like had a hard time and everyone like stands up and cheers for them. Sure. I mean, that definitely sure. happens. Yeah. Rudy? Uh, okay. I, yeah, that, I'm going to call it there. Uh, that was astonishingly accurate. It was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It turns just... out our pop culture depicts high school kind Pretty of accurate. Well. <laughs> yeah. 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 You... The thing about the, the bell and everybody leaving, like that, I went to a private school also that was like run by British monks. Mm-hmm. We would <laughs> wow. fucking get up and run the fuck out. Yeah. yeah. Oh. You, you get that surge of adrenaline, you gotta yeah. go. You gotta go. You gotta ride it. I yeah, think the, only... I mean, I, yeah. the buzzer well, was... in your sc- in, in America seems to have taken on like Second Amendment style. <laughs> it, it, it is a right for the pupils to listen to the buzzer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. We we say the Pledge of Allegiance to the buzzer. To the buzzer. Yeah, we, do. <laughs> we do at the start of every day. That was amazing. I was going to say the only uh, you know difference, and this is just specific to me, but the only difference that I would say of my own personal uh, high school experience is I went to a performing arts high school. So yeah. it was just like fame. But if you had that prompt of like, what is a fame high school? You would be right. It is people dancing down the hallways and like uh, rehearsing monologues and stairwells and uh-huh. all of that, you know, like 16 year old artist bullshit. That, oh, you know, you roll your eyes. That all sounds yeah, a bit much to me. Oh, <laughs> it was, and handing, we, handing we loved it. Poetry to exactly oh. there. It tracks. My story tracks. <laughs> so listen, uh, Team US's answer was more whimsical. Team UK's uh, answer was more accurate. Oh, God. I mean, I'm pretty you mean less I'm... funny? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Uh, no, you know what? Honestly, you get it. You get it by a nose. Yes. That yes. round was run by Team UK. Five points oh, to you. Damn. Damn. Watching all Let's those recap our scores. <laughs> At this time, 18 hey, for the UK, damn. 8 for the US. All right. We got this. We got, we got this. this. We got, we got this. this. We got this. We got it's this. all about how you Dig finish. Deep. Dig deep. It's all mm-hmm. about how you finish. Now it's time for a round we're calling Don't Creep So Close to Me. Now, there are a lot of pop songs, maybe a little too many, featuring the student-teacher romance. I suppose mm-hmm. we should not be entirely shocked, given that rock and roll and boundaries don't exactly go hand in hand. For this round, we're going to play a series of clips from songs about school which may or may not be about a teacher-student romance. But as an extra challenge, we're going to make you guess before the song is played if you think it is creep or no creep. Okay? So I'll... <laughs> Great. The clip will play. If you guess correctly, you get a point. So, Team UK, we'll start with you. Will this next clip be creep or no creep? Uh, do we get any clues to what this is, like, who it's by? or No. We just suggest no. this is a shot in the dark. Yes, it's a shot in the dark. What do you want to go for? Well, they'd start with a... They'll start creep. They'll start creep. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be creepy. Creep. Start yeah. creep. Super creepy. Okay, let's find out. Oh, teacher, I need you. Like a little child. <laughs> you got something. Oh, gross. dear. That I mean, was indeed creep. Yeah. That was uh, Teacher, I Need You by Elton John. <laughs> well, Boy. no gray area there. <laughs> no. No. None. Uh, Team US, it falls to you. Creep or no creep? I think. Creep. I'm, I'm going to say creep. Yeah. Say creep? yeah. Go ahead by default. Because I'm, I'm imagining myself assembling this playlist, and I would definitely do creep, creep. Yeah, okay. yeah. Double Ooh. creep. Interesting. Okay. Let's find out. No! What? Oh. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry. I appreciate that you showed your work there, but that was no creep. 
That was vitamin C, graduation. <gasps> oh, boy. She's... That played in my graduation, I want to say. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> of course S- it same. did. Every, every, that for, and uh, Time ten... of Your Life by Green Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. golly. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Vitamin C, graduation. <laughs> Team UK, the next one is for you. Creep or no creep? I'm going creep, Yeah. I think. Yeah. 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 I right. reckon they found a big bunch of them, and they just want to whip yeah. them out. Yeah. Creep. Well, let's find out. And she Damn. Oh. No, no creep. Nah, it's not creep. No creep. That was Teenage <laughs> Dirtbag by Weedus. It's just about a teenage crush. Uh, okay, Team US. Creep or no creep? Hmm. We've got to go creep. We've gotta go creep. Gotta Let's go creep. Go creep. It's like throwing rock over and over again. I know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> statistically, it, yeah, we're going to be right eventually. Guessing yeah. creep. Let's find out. Well, there you yes. go. Yes. Yes. There you go. Fucking finally. Creep, creep, creep. creep. That <laughs> when was I Abba. Kissed the teacher. Everybody screamed when I kissed the teacher. That's mm. Abba. That will apparently be featured in Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Uh, with a wait. sapphic twist for cool. all those who uh, thought Teenage Dirtbag was a lesbian uh, love anthem. It mm. wasn't. Uh, okay. Team UK. Creep or no creep? Yeah. Creep. Are we creep. creep again? Yeah. We're just mouthing the word creep at each other before deciding. <laughs> creep. Yeah. Creep. Yeah. Creep. She's so close now. Oh, that had to come yeah. up sometime. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. The creepiest of them all. Mm-hmm. That was creep. Okay, uh, Team US, creep or no creep? Mm. I'm going to say no creep yeah, this time. Yeah, no creep. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Feels right. Okay. Feels right. Okay, well, that was, of course, the theme song from Saved by the Bell. So that one's kind of a judgment call. Our writers said no creep. (laughs) Ask me. That is a deeply creepy show. (laughs) The show or the song? The show and the song. Can Uh, I tell you my creepy teacher story? Don't worry, it's okay. You can all relax. uh, Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Me and my friend uh, at school had a huge crush on our teacher, still do, Um, one of my history teachers, and I saw him the other day on the tube and I took a picture uh-huh. from like three platforms away to send to her like zoomed yeah. in and took a picture of him like a paparazzi and did he see you he take did the not picture? see me and she loved oh, the picture nice. so we're all happy oh yeah yeah I thought this was a creepy teacher story not a creepy you story <laughs> <laughs> that I like that I still uh, but yes points <laughs> points to the US yeah. points to the US and points to Katie for her uh, candor uh, team UK creep or no creep Oh, let's go creep. Let's just do it. Yeah, creepy. Creep. Okay. Okay. I wanna be teacher's pet. I wanna be huddled and cuddled. <laughs> <laughs> so creep. That was Doris Day singing "Teacher's Pet" from 1952, memorably covered by Parker Posey. So good. Before I even heard <laughs> the words, just the music made me go, "This is gonna be super creepy." <laughs> Everything was creepy in the 50s. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it was pretty gross. It was pretty gross. Mm -hmm. Uh, Team US, creep or no creep? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm going to go creep. Yeah. Yeah, let's go creep. I know that. I just want to hear these guitar licks. Please tell me it's the one song I'm thinking of. Yeah. (laughs) Yes! It might be, Freddie. Let's listen to it for a real long time. (laughs) Got it bad. Got it bad. Got it bad. 
such a great dirtbag and it is absolutely <laughs> filthy i was uh i guess 13 when that song came out Ooh. and i uh, we had just gotten mtv and that video was scandalous mm. i can <laughs> not believe yeah. it was on tv i don't know if you're familiar with it but it's a bunch of children like children mm-hmm. like ma- maximum of 12 years old yeah uh in a school and their teacher rips off her clothes and is in a bikini and is being judged by them as if in a bikini contest. It is so filthy, dirty, and mm-hmm. misogynist and gross. Yeah. And Different uh, time, you know. Different time. Different Was it time. better or worse? We don't know. Yeah. Column A, column B. We should maybe mind our P's and Q's before we start calling the 50s creepy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Within the 80s. <laughs> mercy, mercy. But all everything's right. fixed now, so it's all good. Yeah, all everything is fixed mm-hmm. in America now, mm-hmm. which is the best thing. Uh, all right. Let's recap our scowas. Okay. The UK's got 19, the US has 11. You are chipping away at that lead. Getting there. We'll be right back with our final round after this. In a world dominated by dude bro movie podcasts. A world where Casey Affleck has an Oscar and Angela Bassett does not. Only one podcast is brave enough. To call bullshit. Who shot ya? With Ricky Carmona. A lot of people don't know porks. Puerto Rican. Alonzo Duralde. I would eat oak jaw. <gasps> April Wolf. I want to interrupt and say yes. that the fish man was real sexy. Drea Clark. I have a real soft spot for King Kong. And women of color. I was like, damn. Right, Kugel got final cut. Kugel got final cut. <laughs> it's literally the world's saddest orgy. <laughs> <laughs> and believe me, I'm from San Francisco. I've been to some sad orgies. Who shot ya? Listen every Friday on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. Support for International Waters comes from Audible. Audiobooks are such a good sidekick for summertime activities, right? Good for road trips. They're good for long hikes. They're good for kicking it by the pool with a, with a cocktail, listening to a good story. Audible has the largest selection of audiobooks on the planet. They let you fill your summer with more stories like, uh, oh, you could get the, uh, the Guy Branham book that just came out this summer. That's fantastic. Adam Caton Holland's uh, book, uh, Tragedy Plus Time. Uh, the upcoming Aaron Gibson book, Feminasty. Lord have mercy. This is a good year for people I like writing books. Audible members get a credit every month good for any audiobook in their store, regardless of price. Unused credits roll over to the next month. Don't like your audiobook? You can exchange it. No questions asked. Start a 30-day trial, and your first audiobook is free. Go to audible.com slash waters or text waters to 500-500-500-500 to get started. Hey, welcome back. And so we go to our final round. Now, I know both teams have tried super hard. I want you to know it's been as useless as trying to keep your head up in America in July of 2018. <laughs> uh, because the final round will receive one million points. Yeah. 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 Okay, so our just final like, round. Just like Quidditch. Hey. Hey. Is that true? Added to the round. I think so, yeah. A million. So. Yeah. yeah. They were making it up as they were going along. <laughs> <laughs> So our final round is called Where Are Those Little Dipshits Now? The world of arts and entertainment is full of lovable fictional children, Casper the Friendly Ghost, Bart Simpson, others. In this round, I'm asking you to take the imaginative leap their creators never bothered to do and tell us what the rest of their life was like. 
got a list of famous made-up kids. I want you to tell me what they got up to in their adult life. We'll alternate between the two teams. Uh, Please feel free to add any details you would like on the opposite team's biographies. I will assign victory based on which team has the most believable and or the most entertaining futures. Here we go. Team UK, Mm -hmm. Dennis the Menace. You're Dennis the Menace. And before we begin, I should tell you, uh, there are apparently unrelated Dennis the Menaces. (laughs) Between the US and the UK. So the British one. The British Dennis the Menace. Yeah. Because the American one's like that blonde-haired kid who looks pretty wholesome. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Whereas he spells Brit- his name. <laughs> is yours just like a serial killer? He's just a, he's just he's a, proper, he's a proper delinquent. Like he's really? a say, problem to society. Um, he spells his name with an added U is what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, what, uh, what, is he, what did he get up to? I mean, I reckon these days. What do you think? I reckon he's a social worker. Okay. And he's worked through his issues. He had issues with his dad and he feels bad about his past and he's now trying to help kids not go down the same road that he did. Right. I have got him okay. 100% in the British prison system. Okay. Like, right. absolutely. <laughs> I mean, he is having a rotten time and he's going to come out right. and go right back in. Yeah. I gave him a redemption arc, oh. but you didn't. No, <laughs> no. I, I read the Beano every week and that was going in one direction. It was like Breaking Bad. It was, um, yeah. He's, that Fair was never going to end well. The British prison system, which I imagine is still quite lovely compared to the U.S. Yeah, I bet. I bet. It's castles. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Team U.S. Uh, Dennis the Menace, the American one. Hmm. Ooh. I have it really bleak that he is a politician (laughs) and he is successful. Uh Yeah, I was was seeing sort of like middle-aged, balding, working at an insurance company, just Mm. sort of, you know, but... But, but the politician. Right? Either way, he watches Fox News. Either oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Got Breitbart bookmark. Uh, <laughs> Team UK, Matilda. Well, we know what mm. Matilda did when she grew up. She became Mara Wilson, and she is killing it on Twitter. And I would love she to hear her yeah. life. Team US, Calvin. Calvin from Calvin Hobbes. Huh? Mm-hmm. Oh boy, that's actually the true sociopath. <laughs> well, no, no. I, well, one, I would say there's two. There's two possibilities. The very mm. Famous last panel of Calvin Hobbes has him and Hobbes going off into the wilderness, and he says, "Let's go exploring and white brand open new world." Uh-huh. He may have died there. Yeah, right, right, like a Thelma and Louise kind of thing, full on. Yeah, <laughs> or he, or he could be, you know, like just a the last hermit, you yeah. know, living in the woods, living by the land, That's you know, true. kind That's of true. like Grizzly Man documentary Thoreau-esque. style. Yeah, yeah, um, Luke definitely on the mountain. <laughs> with, with Hobbes. Uh, that's undiagnosed schizophrenia, probably a little bit. Like right, you see yeah. right, some right. stuff there, yeah, uh, yeah. So he could be in care. Yeah, okay. It's yeah. all really bleak over Which here. Is bad because really I love Calvin Hobbes. Me but out. Clues were all yeah, there. Is, yeah, it's really low. I'm changing the subject. Uh, Team UK, the kids from the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, wandering around an IKEA, getting really sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, love it. The best love one. It. Yeah, Damn. love it. Love it. That could be decisive right there. I, um, uh, Team US. Oh, I've I'm got sorry. Lion, Witch, and Wardrobe. I think they're definitely oh, yeah. voting for Brexit. Yes. Oh, here, yeah. Here's the evidence. They grew up during the war, yeah. and they're mm-hmm. pining for a fictional world that never existed. <laughs> oh, they're all sure. voting UKIP. They're all very bigoted. Yep. <laughs> TVS Wednesday and Pugsley Adams. Oh, um, this is actually really positive. Okay, um, okay, they um, 
they basically formed what we recognize as Nasty Gal, but like the different like version of like they're <laughs> she's an entrepreneur, you know, she's blowing up on like Instagram with like her wares, you know, she kind of is doing the Etsy thing, but not, you know, like she's just like she's the one that planted like the popularity of crystals that we all now know and love in, in America. Yeah. yeah so yeah, she's yeah. doing that. Um, Pugsley, uh, I'm not sure. Freddie, what do you think? Oh, boy. Maybe, maybe in the prison system. Actually. Oh no! Um, <laughs> listen, these are not these are not these are not good ends for all. Yeah, I mean, child stars do not usually come to right. a good no, end. no, 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 right, no. Right, right. Very except for Ron Howard, most yeah. of them not so good. Yeah. Do you think that Pugsley and maybe this is too dark for this podcast? Not sure, um, but because <laughs> they both kind of uh, you know are sadomasochistic in in a way that like, oh, like maybe he's, he's you know sort of like a, in the dominatrix. Yeah, maybe you know what, running a very very successful Craigslist base. <laughs> yes, sort of. Yeah, sort of subdom. But they're both very happy. Here's the thing. They're so happy, and they're actually shockingly well-adjusted, which is the premise of the show. Yeah, Yeah. fantastic. Uh, Okay, Team UK, if you go the way that I'm fearing you're going to go with this one, you're going to lose the game. Piglet from Winnie the Pooh. Ooh. Piglet from Winnie the Pooh. Try and second-guess what he doesn't want. I think I know what he doesn't want. I think he grew up and became the star of the front of a Pink Floyd album. (laughs) <laughs> I like it. Damn. I like it. So he can go to like fest. He can go to um, uh, conventions and stuff. Yeah. And do yeah. like he can, do, he can sign and yeah. autographs. Yeah. Yeah. Ten yeah, bucks yeah. for a for a photo. Yeah. And, he's, like and he has to pretend to be mates with Dave Gilmore and be like, yeah, mm-hmm. those guitar solos are really really interesting. Oh. I'm glad. And I'm glad they're that long. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I will not have the guitar solos. Of Pink Floyd, be besmirched. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you tell him, Freddie. Comfortably numb is a masterpiece. <laughs> a second less, it would have been a shame. <laughs> the tone on those guitars has been tried to be emulated by guitars for years. After that, yeah. All in guitar centers. <laughs> That's true. Yes, you can hear comfortably numb in any, in your local guitar yeah. center at any point. Uh, yep. Yeah, no day, stairway being denied. Played by a man in red sneakers. Don't, <laughs> pretend, don't um, pretend you haven't tried to make a compliment, compilation and wish. It was two minutes shorter. <laughs> <laughs> That's the CD's fault, not the music's fault. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Team US, the final one is for you, the Peanuts Gang. I like the thing that he gets over his crippling insecurity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even though it is, you, you know what? He becomes, he becomes a kicker for the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah! Yes, he's gotten so much practice. He has so yes. much practice because he, he so commits nimble. every single time and yeah. guess what? Yes. That pays off. And you know what's great about a kicker uh-huh. in football? Yes. American football, yes. the real football. Uh-huh. I should know what's great about that. Pays well, yes. long career, no injuries. No That's right. injuries. Uh, maybe, and this is going to bring it right back around, they get a sponsorship with McRib. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He's bleeding red, white, and blue, baby. These colors don't run. And after that, owns a small used car dealership. He does. He does. He does. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. he does. There's still got to be a little melancholy in that guy's life. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. Just a little bit. He sees the peak of it, finally. After all those years of getting the football pulled away from him, finally. Uh And everybody else has an illustrious career. Um, Sally is on The View. 
Um, uh, Let's see. Uh, Lucy is, you know, a life coach um, because she was giving free psychiatry um, for years. She invented the industry, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, She's definitely on Instagram. Let's see. Franklin is, you know, hanging out with Jordan Peele. Like, everything's great. You know, no one dies. (laughs) No one dies and everything is great. Everything's great and no one dies. We haven't talked about Linus. What's going to happen well, to Linus? Got, Linus actually invents Linux. Tower. It's kind of weird. Linus, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Linus invents Linux. Yeah, he's the guy that invented Linux. And, yeah, then, Linus, yeah. and then he just hangs out in like a giant, you know, uh, mansion in the Seattle mountains or something. Oh, you Cascades. Know, the Cascades right next to um, Bill Gates. And, um, you know, no I more. saw that uh, sequel to, or the I guess it was the third movie in the Fifty Shades <laughs> series. They go to Seattle at one point. They live next to that house, too. Okay, so he's nice. In, he's in in that cul-de-sac. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. But they don't socialize. Please. They do not. No, no. no. Yeah. Okay, that was a good one. That was a very optimistic <laughs> yes. vision for uh, for the future of our mm-hmm. friends in the Peanuts gang. However, since I now kind of almost know what an O-level is, UK, <laughs> oh, no. you have won this one. Damn. You have won this yeah. one. You're the best country in the whole wide world for the next couple of weeks. Now, before we finish, uh, do you guys have anything you want to plug? And then the, to offset the ego karma, something someone else did that you want to bring the world's attention to. Julia, you are nodding. Oh, you may yeah. go first. Oh, thanks. Um, well, stuff I want to plug is, of course, my Simpsons podcast here on Maximum Fun. Um, we have a great time talking to both um, Simpsons folks and non-Simpsons folks, but most recently we had an episode with Al Jean talking about The Critic, which was really, really fun. Oh, I loved that show so yeah, much. Yeah, me too. Um, and something that I want to plug it, someone else uh, has done. So I, as I mentioned, have been freelancing, which is, you know, code for unemployed. And <laughs> so I've been uh, hanging out of my house with my cats, and the only thing that I want to watch that makes me feel better is um, videos of people talking about old Disneyland rides that don't exist anymore. (laughs) There's a YouTube, yes. It's like a very hyper-specific part of my interest. Um, There's a YouTube series called Defunct Land, which is Mm -hmm. great. and, And it gives this full history of like, not just Disney, but like Back to the Future, the ride, and like all this stuff. Like, I never thought I'd be rooting for like a roller coaster in Ohio. Yeah. That like, and like almost shedding tears over the fact that I'll never be able to experience it. <laughs> it's great. Can't recommend it enough. So, wow. Defunct Land. Yeah. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the YouTube video of the, uh, the little baby in the laundry basket on her father's knees? No. There's a YouTube video that's like a, like a, it's a roller it's a, coaster. It's a roller coaster, yeah, yeah oh. and like with like a whatever GoPro on the yeah, front of yeah. it, and she's maybe two, mm-hmm. and he's got her in a laundry basket, like simulating the oh. ride and like chugging along. It is I'm the cutest that after goddamn this. thing I've ever seen, <laughs> yeah. and I wish I fit in a mm-hmm. laundry basket. <laughs> uh, Freddie, adult laundry basket, uh, an adult laundry. That basket. is a good that idea. Yeah, I used to ride laundry baskets downstairs all the time. Yes, and I would break them. I'm always like, do not do this anymore. But. That's the thing that I need in my life, riding yes. laundry baskets down carpets and stairs. Oh, we all yeah. do. We all do. Just Freddy, for writing. <laughs> yeah. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Let's start an Etsy. Um, uh, so we, uh, we also have a show on the Maximum Fun Podcast called Story Break, where we, uh, myself and my sort of co-founders, co-conspirators at Rocket Jump, we try and break a story for a, a not real movie for an IP we don't definitely own uh-huh. um, in an hour. So this uh, last week we did... What the rock paper scissors movie? Oh, that's would look fun! Like. Fun. I like uh, that. <laughs> so just trying to come up with just ridiculous things and trying to break the movies for them. So like that's that. on maximum fun. That's a lot of fun. Um, if this is September, yeah. yes. So if, if this is September, we will have just finished the thing we just shot here in July, a series called Anime Crimes Division, which is a very 
fun send up of if what if anime was like a thing in real life and there was a police force. Oh, fine. Like, yeah. That's gonna be uh, that's gonna be on Rocket Jump as well as uh, Crunchyroll. Right on. And then cool. a thing that someone else has done. Oh yeah, some. Um, so I just saw, I, I think this will probably be getting to VOD by this time, or if it's still in theaters, go see it. But I just saw 8th Grade. Oh, isn't it great? Oh, I can't wait to watch oh, it. Is, I hear such great things. It's utterly fantastic. Yeah. And it nails that sort of time period, especially in the sort of modern age where it's so much about being on Instagram and having that sort of yeah. technological component in a uh-huh. way I've never seen before, in a way that's very truthful to it. So uh-huh. highly recommend it. It, mm. it. To me, it felt like a suspense film. Yeah, oh, you know what I mean, God. it's just it's one of like, the most, one of the funniest, and also most like, like yeah. cringe induced. Like you are, it is you are fully full seat experience. You're on the edge of it. You're on the yeah. back, full back of it, trying to get away from the screen. It is yeah. really, really. My really heart well is already hurting for the, the main it's, star of that. Yeah, oh, really well it's truly amazing. Uh, Katie's story. Um, I have nothing to plug because everything I need to plug yeah. it happens in August. So, oh. <laughs> okay. like someone like Gareth go. And be selfless and apologize for me uh, for, for assuming that he was old enough to have done A-levels. Um, um, Sorry. No, it's fine. Do you want to talk about what you're currently enjoying? Do you want to do that one? I'm enjoying this cool new band called The Killers. I don't know if you've heard of them. I went to her. The US actually wins this round. This is, yeah. Thank you. I went to a music festival this weekend and they were headlining. And I'm thinking, yeah, okay, Mr. Brightside. So many songs, like every song I knew, they're yeah. amazing, and oh, I've just been re-listening and enjoying them. So that's my Katie, tip. I had the exact same experience. I was always like, "No, nah, they're fine," and then I saw them at a music festival, and I was like, "I'm the more I'm Mormon now." Yeah, like just whatever, yeah. whatever so religion sexy, Brandon, Brandon Flowers, Flowers wants me to join, yeah. Yeah. I'm in for life. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he, it's crazy. crazy. Isn't, it the, isn't it the case that Mr. Bryce has not left the UK charts? Really? Yeah, I, yeah, still number crazy one. I mean, I would, I would 100% like believe that, guys. Like, <laughs> like it's not like, not, it's not like number one, but it's like it has been on the charts. It's for, like the dark like, side of the moon. Yeah, it's just like singers. non-stop. I love it. It's like, wow. it's like, yeah. I, I, I love that. I, I'm perfectly willing to believe that. It's played at like every <laughs> yeah. student night, every shop, all the time. Yeah, always yeah. on the radio. Yeah. But it's not even their best. They left it right to last because everyone was like chanting the words <laughs> to it, like, do it, yeah. do it. But the others were amazing. Oh, That's yeah, my hot tip, my hot new tip. Go check out those killers. Gareth Gwynn. Um, I've just script edited Felicity Ward's new Radio 4 show, which is called Episodes. Oh, she's great. She is brilliant, and she was so much fun to work with. We've had a great time, and I'm so excited about her Radio 4 show. So it's going out nice. in August. Uh, it's about different apps uh, that say they're going to help your mental health. So the episode titles are Anxiety, Depression, Insomnia, mm. and Irritable Bowel Syndrome. Right. <laughs> wow. Can't wait. Honestly, for that one. when she came out at the start of that episode and went, "We're going to talk about irritable bowel <laughs> syndrome," like a third of the audience like properly gasped, and I was like, "This yeah. is going to be so much fun." Uh, <laughs> oh, she's brilliant, and I'm really excited about the program. So it's going out uh, from August the eighth for four weeks, and then it's going to be on the BBC Radio Four website, so you can check it out. Can I say something weird about Felicity Ward? And we have not planned this. She was the DJ who yeah. played. She was doing the DJing at the party, and she was wanting to play the Downton Abbey theme tune when I met my boyfriend. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. She's an amazing DJ and comedian. She's great. Oh, so check Brad. There we go. That's awesome. Full circle. Uh, great. So that is both something you did and someone something someone else did. But is there anything else? I was going to suggest the Rule of Three podcast, which mm. is a podcast about comedy writing by Jason Hazley and Joel Morris. If you are a comedy writer or interested in it, it is incredible. He takes... 
uh, comedy writer and asks and, and they ask them about their favorite comedy program and they just drill into it for about 45 minutes and it is yeah. absolutely brilliant right on uh i am dave holmes i uh would like to tell you about a new podcast that i am working on in conjunction with hulu for their upcoming well and now <laughs> Uh, already going, uh, if you're listening to it in September, <laughs> uh, show Castle Rock. We're doing uh, a uh, sort of a companion podcast to it called Footnote. Uh, so at the end of every episode of Castle Rock, which you should watch because it is a great and really creepy show, uh, you can uh, listen to me run my mouth for a half hour and talk to experts and the showrunners and actors and uh, the whole bit. So uh, look for Footnote and also look for Castle Rock by Hulu, something someone else did. Uh, and I guess something really that somebody else did. Um, hmm. You will already have known about this by September, but who cares? Uh, it bears repeating. Pose is really great. Oh, uh, yeah. The pilot episode is a little clunky. Mm-hmm. I had some concerns after the pilot episode. But right. then from uh, from two on, it just really uh, fucking- They have uh, a lot of track to lay down. Woo, I yeah. They really did. That, they really did. Yeah, check out Pose. It is fantastic. Uh, all right. Freddie Wong, Julia Prescott, Gareth Gwynn, Katie Story, thank you for playing International Waters, and you there with the headphones. We'll see you next time on International Waters. Goodbye. You've been listening to International Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing we're Freddie Wong. Yes. Julia Prescott. Yeah. Gareth Gwynn. Bye. And Katie Story. Hello. (laughs) Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Ladytron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. If you haven't left us a review on Apple Podcasts, please do it really helps us get the word out to new listeners. The show was recorded at Guilt Free Post in London by John Purcell Shackleton and at Max Fun HQ in Los Angeles. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts, and our producers are Christian Duenas and Laura Swisher. Bye! <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.